Hi, I'm James Valentine. This is Headroom. After I make a live radio program for ABC Radio Sydney, all the ingredients go back into a box and then, under the cover of darkness, I sneak them back into the lab and make this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, more often than not, I just make a podcast about something funny. One of my favourite all-time things is to discover something about our society which has hitherto gone unnoticed and of those unnoticed cultural moments, I particularly enjoy the demise or disappearance of something, like the briefcase. For many years, a man, and it was mainly a man's accessory, carried his papers in a briefcase. No one noticed the demise of the briefcase and the rise of the backpack except me. The hanky. As a kid, I had a hanky for blowing my nose. We live in a tissue world now. But I was unprepared for a cultural extinction event of this magnitude when Lisa first reported it to us. I'm gonna knock on your door, ring on your bell, tap on your window Well, I've noticed uh, over the past 15 years, working as a community nurse that does home visits, there seems to be more and more people who have a doorbell that doesn't work. <laughs> so you press the bell, but you never know whether you've been heard or whether you should knock or wait or whatever. And James, it's getting worse. People's doorbells don't work. Yeah. And so what, you, you, you think it's up to what, 50%? Probably three quarters. It just would remove a lot of stress from home visiting health services if people could have a really obvious way of us alerting our presence to them or just letting them know that we're at their front door. You'd think... Um, Apart from the dog barking crazily. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, because you'd think also if you're using those services, you might, you know, the first time you turned up and it didn't work, you'd think you'd perhaps fix it after that. Yeah, you'd think. So you say anyway. it's, it's also repeated, like you go back to the same place and the doorbell's still not working. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? Because, like, our doorbell doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about my own doorbell. We had it all. An older 70s-looking intercom, which didn't work at all, a cheaper hardware store thing with a buzzer on the outside of the door and a speaker inside, which works if we remember to replace the batteries. We never do. So had the older-style doorbell, an actual bell with the winder key or something wired into the house, disappeared entirely and these new things were rubbish? Or, I suggested to Lisa, there may be a coming movement against the doorbell. See, Lisa, the other tangent issue of this is young people don't use the doorbell, they text. <laughs> have, you noticed, have you seen this? No. No, well, maybe my kids do. People turn up at my house and I go, what, how did you know they were there? Because they, <laughs> they text as they're walking up the footpath and they, you know, my oh, daughter God. will run downstairs and open the door. So the doorbell will, will disappear. I said it so casually, the doorbell will disappear, but subsequent days would prove me horrifyingly accurate. Avon calling. Stephen. James. You're a doorbell presser? Yes, I am. In what capacity? Uh, I'm a technician. I approach to lots of doors during the day, and um, I can absolutely confirm that the, I'd say probably 95% of the doorbells that I press don't work. Um... I have had lots of conversations with people about this. Do you know your doorbell doesn't work? Ah, oh, yeah. And a lot, of, you know, a lot of them are battery operated. And I say, oh, well, why don't you just put new batteries? And a lot of them say, a lot. I just can't be bothered. <laughs> I can't be bothered. 
what's happening to us? We can't be bothered, but also, why can't we get doorbells with longer-lasting batteries? But is there a deeper issue with our relationship to the doorbell? As an addendum to that, a lot of the people that I have um, inquired about in this regard, they have also stated that they hated the sound. Yeah. And so that, that sort of precluded them from getting batteries. Uh, yeah, that got me thinking, yeah. like, can you actually test the sound of a doorbell before you buy? Because, uh, like, you know, you say you get it home, it's like, I hate it. I hate it, so then why would I rush to replace the batteries? I'm fixing something I hate. Steve and I speculated that in today's world, where we can have whatever kind of ringtone we want on our phone, surely we can customise our doorbell sound. You should have a drop-down list with, like, on your phone. What yeah. sort of ringtone do I feel like today? Yeah. What sort of mood am I in? Match doorbell sound to your mood. Surely there's an app for that. Turns out there is. And we'll get to that. But firstly, why can we only get doorbell sounds we hate? And what did we used to do? Aaron's helping out here. We're uh, doing renovations on our house and I've listened to a dozen doorbells. They all sound terrible. The mechanical uh, bells sound much better, but they require, like, big batteries like you'd see in a torch, you know, oh, the yeah. big rectangular yeah, batteries. Yeah, big 9-volt uh, batteries and things. Yeah, otherwise they run out of power. So uh, What did we, we used to have in a 1960s house? What was the doorbell? It would have been... Either hardwired is what our electrician told us, hardwired mm. to the power system, or it might have used uh, the old doorbell we used to have that never worked ever since we bought the house is a mechanical one, and it had those sort of big, uh, not the rectangular batteries, the round ones. So I think it's like single A or something, or yeah, right. A. But it but it had batteries. So I'm looking for when in my mind I'm seeing a sort of green square in stainless steel that you pressed and it went ding dong. Was, was that a well, battery it, thing or was that connected to an actual bell? If you think about like an old alarm clock on beside the bed with actual physical bells, oh. those ones, they, the electrician told me they tended to be wired in because they use a lot of power. So instead of the batteries and the hateful sounds, Aaron's gone old school. We bypassed all of that and we just put an actual bell at the front door that with a you know, little rope. And with a little rope? Ring it. Yeah, and yeah. people go, hey, it's really nice, I like that sounds ideal. But there's problems with that system as well. Well, when my doorbell goes off, I, I would go to the door and open, and there would be no one there. And this happened a few times. And then I looked up the road, and my neighbour's roller door was just closing. And I worked out that every time my neighbour went into his uh, garage, it set off my doorbell. Is it got a remote sensor, or he's got a clicker or something? Yeah, he's got a, a clicker. Yeah. And, and mine is, uh, like you say, and, and the battery's always going flat, but mine's got a little button that you press, and it's got its little battery. And then I've got a thing plugged into the wall. Yep. And it was being set off by my neighbour. So just, then you it, take the batteries it, out because you can't be bothered with that, so then the doorbell doesn't work. <laughs> and I've got about eight different settings, and he always gave me Yankee Doodle um, where I wanted Big Ben. So you mean when, when he used his remote, it would sound Yankee Doodle? Yeah, that's right. And you couldn't change that? Well, I had to reset it every time to get Big Ben. Profound insights from Simon. I think it's to do with the movement from sort of craftsmanship and, you know, lastability to disposability and do-it-yourself. 
So the thing we're all remembering about those old ding-dongy doorbells that worked forever was, A, they were built to last, so it wasn't so, it was something you, that would only break down once or something in a house's lifetime, um, and you'd get the electrician or the doorbell specialist in to fix it. But in the last 20 years, when that breaks, everyone races off to the place formerly known as BBC and gets these fantastic-looking things for only 20 or 30 bucks mm. that can play 12 different tunes, as we did, yeah. came in... Felt great pride and satisfaction at getting the thing set up. Mm. Sat the family down and had a vote that went through all the ringtones and or bell tones and worked out which one which we all agreed upon. Mm. And it was absolutely fabulous mm. for two months. Yeah, I fall into a, a, a sort of mild depression about the whole thing. Really, and so I could go and get another one from that place, but oh. I just I just can't face it. But you probably just have to replace the batteries. Oh, no, we tried that. Oh, you tried that it, and then it, still yeah, didn't work. beyond that. It's just everything's cheap and disposable. Yeah. And yeah. comes from, you know, where we know things are cheap and, you know. So off you, go to the big hard, off you go to the big hardware store, you bring it home, you yep. stick your sticky tape, your masking tape it to the, to the side of the door, you know. Yeah, so I know. I was really proud because I actually managed to unscrew the old one and, and glue it on over the top. Oh, very impressive. That so was top handyman work. Sat down the family, the consensus ringtone thing. And, and it was fabulous but for two months. And so it went, not a problem, changed the batteries. Mm. Ding dong, nothing. Shattering for Simon. So what happened? Jenny is still enjoying a doorbell that never breaks down. Listen to this. No batteries, no electricity, always yeah. works. Yeah, so it's got like a little key-shaped thing on the front, right? It's a little windy, sort of like a bicycle bell. Yeah, and it, does it sit through the door? It sits through the door. See, that's what happened to those. John's a sparky. He's seen it all. He's watched the doorbells of Australia fall silent. You know, we've, we've gone through a, a few iterations of doorbells in the time that I've been an electrician. I've been around for a long time. The original ones were transformers. They were, there was a transformer that was either up in the roof space or it was on... on the, the good electricians put them in the switchboard so that you could always get at them and check them. Hmm. And you had your bell wire that went from there to the doorbell at the, the, the doorbell push at the front of the door, and then from there on to your ding dong chime or your underdome bell or whatever kind of uh, device you wanted. Some of the ding dong chimes had these long tubular bell type things right. that hung down off them, and, and then a spring pushed it back. Right. So and they, it, these would work for years. Ah, oh, yeah. They were almost indestructible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they did take up a bit of space and, and, you know, and for kids it was great because they could go around and they could uh, run around and bash them with the broomstick and everything oh, else. And, yeah, I tried. What uh, happened to that prank? No one's doing yeah. that anymore, are they? <laughs> you know? Yeah, but then we went to, to the, the do-it-yourselfers, you know. I mean, it, it cost money to get an electrician out now. Mm. And uh, you went to the do-it-yourselfers and the, the cheap imports from, um, nobody seems to want to say China, but that's where they were coming yeah. from. And as your previous guy said, they only lasted about, two or three months, and, and then, you know, they just failed. Yeah. Um, now, as an electrician, are you still making house calls and things, and you, this is what you find everywhere you go, the doorbell's not working? Oh, look, it's, it's, it's rife. Everybody, it's rife. Everybody, <laughs> wants, everybody wants to save a few dollars on a service <laughs> call, you know? So they, don't, they really don't... I, I'm not their favourite person when I knock at the door and, and, and they say, well... And knock know. being the operative action, John. No one's... You can't <laughs> ring the doorbell. Everyone's... And, well, how can you, you know, how can you ring... Usually what I do is I, I just text them or uh, ring them up on my mobile phone. That's what we do. We park the car and as we're walking towards the place, we text them. I'm outside. Margaret highlighted another problem. There's not just one battery to change, there's two. 
There's one on the little unit that sits inside your house, but there's on the, on the little doorbell itself, there's a little panel down the bottom uh, which you have to remove yep. and replace that battery. Now, I'm going to take a wild stab. I bet you those two, the battery in the unit on the outside of the house and the battery on the inside of the house are two different sizes. They are indeed. The one on the <laughs> the one on the outside is actually probably the better one because yep. it's just one small little battery that you have to change. Sounds like a triple A on the outside and double A on the inside, right? Yeah, the big ones on the inside. Yep. That is such a modern curse. You never have both sizes of battery in the home. You will have one or the other. Of course, if they were both double A, for example, you'd only have triple A, but multiple batteries of different size in different units will probably fail at different times. That's failure hardwired into the whole system. It's not a trivial issue. It's a nightmare for nurses, tradies, cleaners, anyone who's coming to the house. Look, I, I'm a cleaner and I provide other in-house services and... I rock up and they know I'm coming. They know the time I'm coming and they don't bother to tell me that their doorbell's not working. And I'm like, well, why do I need to ring the doorbell if you know I'm coming? Can you just be, you know, at your door at the time that I'm coming? <laughs> so you go up, you try the doorbell, you don't hear anything. What do you do? I'm thinking, does this doorbell work? Does it not work? So I keep going, I keep going. Then I'm like, they know I'm going to be running late. They're going to accuse me of showing up late. So then I knock on the door. And then I text them, so you know what ends up on the text or the call again. It's call only them. the text, is it? I bet you it's only the text that works. Yes, it is. So we're going to have to revert to texting. None of my children's friends ever use the door or the doorbell. There will be a scurry down the hall, which will be my daughter running to open the door for a friend. I have said, why don't they just knock on the door? And the young people look at me like I've said something a little bit offensive and quite odd, as though I suggested eating the cat. I pondered earlier whether technology had replaced the doorbell with anything. Surely in 2018, there's an app. Well, we have an app system and that's terrible. <laughs> so describe the app system. Right, so everyone in the family has the app on their phone and your phone rings when the doorbell is pressed. It's a camera system, so you get ah. an image of the person standing at the door. Okay. However, great in theory, but it never works because... You have to have the software on your phone always up to date mm. or the app doesn't work. Yep. So for four people, that's difficult. Every time you swap phones, you know, you upgrade your phone, you need to reinstall it. Yep. Also, there's no central noise in the house. So... Oh, uh, if the phone's on mute or something, yeah. Yeah, you don't get a noise. Yeah. So we've had these bizarre situations where someone's been overseas. My mum was actually on a flight to Hong Kong. <laughs> and had Wi-Fi, and she texted us and said, your pizza's at the door. <laughs> um, it's just, you know, but we spent so much money on the system because we have a very excitable electrician who wants the latest and greatest for us. Yeah. Um, we don't really want to go back to the old system, so we're just, we're just doing the broken system at the moment. So the person at the door is pressing a button or what? Yeah, it's just, it just looks like a, a normal doorbell. Yeah. yeah. You can then register various numbers with that doorbell. Yeah, you install the app on your phone yeah. and so, I don't know, through your, I think it's through your home Wi-Fi. So that's the other thing. If your Wi-Fi's down, yep. um, you don't get it either. The doorbells don't work and the modern systems are terrible. We're up to our third iteration of the electrical one from a certain well-known hardware store. I've had our same electrician install it three times now, changed the batteries, done everything. He spent nearly two hours with my husband, who's a 
builder trying to swap the frequencies over because when everybody o- uh, operated anything electrical in our little street, not a doorbell, could be a garage door going up, could be anything, our doorbell would randomly ring at 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock. Fantastic. And to top it off, our dog is now deaf, so she used to bark in place of the doorbell mm. to let us know if somebody's there. But now we've got nothing, so we just, we've just left it. We've given up. The answer would seem to be that we need to hang a bell, an actual bell, by the door attached to a rope so people can ring an actual bell. Many people reported they'd done that, but people don't know what it is. They're reluctant to ring it, and so they said they had to put instructions next to the bell about how it works. What happened? It's a stunning example of something where technology is not the answer. Old-style doorbells worked, new-style doorbells are useless. Or is it a stunning example of something where the technology that's replaced the object is actually a completely different way of doing things? A doorbell was on the last obstacle between you and your destination, i.e. the door behind which is your friend. You rang it or you knocked on the door. Now we actually signal earlier, before we've even got to the door, we're texting on approach. The doorbell. Soon it will be as quaint as a tea cosy, as archaic as a letter, as old-fashioned as radio. Hello, my name is Elder Price, and I would like to share with you the most amazing book. I hope you've enjoyed this edition of Headroom. It's been made by me, by radio producer Jen Fleming, and by technical producer Matt Hiley. I gave him so much licence to put doorbells wherever he liked through the whole thing. Ring-a-ding-ding, Matt. But in the episode, like, we're done now. But enough... Oh, oh, I hate that one. Oh, what have you done? 